What's up, freaks? Welcome back to the Progcast presented by the Prog Space. I'm your host, Randy from Freaks, together as always with Dario from the Prog Space. And we're in a different <laughs> space today. <laughs> we're not in the Prog Space, that's for sure. <laughs> but we're, we're in the Prog Space. But we're, 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 and we're in the Moon Base. We're in as, the moon base. As, as we're recording, always in the Moon Base, but we're not downstairs in the studio. Um, yeah, there's a there's a there's a, a shoot tomorrow in our video studio downstairs, and the guys are pre-lighting it today. So we moved our equipment, the whole podcast, up to the office. But as you can hear, the office is not meant to be the podcast room. But Daria and I had to do this today. We wanted to put out our mid-year review, and this is what you got to do when you want to get something done. Yes, just just do it. So um, if you hear strange noises or people walking in and out, you'll know that it's... You hear just the room being a room, actually. Yeah, <laughs> and I feel like I need to adjust my seating on this couch so we can look at one another as we're accustomed to in this show. Yes. Um, just to start us off real quick, so we're going to talk about... I'll let you explain the format in a minute, but we're going to talk about stuff. But as as we begin, I just finished a little book. And I have it in my hand here. It's called The Traveler, A Hyborian Tale from Martin Bush. So anybody that knows the band Hyborian, um, you you would have heard of them because they were on my top list last year. Yes. Um, I just saw the cover artwork on the computer and... Uh yeah, it looked familiar, and then I, I thought, well, you mentioned them at one point, but... Uh, yeah, I mentioned them because I said Mastodon and Baroness didn't put out a record in 2018, so this was, for me, um, that type, that style of music, What this was my favorite from that kind of yeah. genre, and I really liked, um, like, they put out a video or so, and I got the album, it was like volume one. All right. And uh, so already a little proggy. Uh, and mm -hmm. I wouldn't really call the music prog necessarily, but it's as prog as Mastodon yeah. or, or Baroness is. So yeah. in its concept and everything, it has the prog elements and it's kind of um, stonery, sludgy. Um, yeah, but, but, but just great. A lot of power and stuff. And well, the singer, uh, guitar player, wrote a little, little novella. I would call it a novella. Okay. Um, it's not really a short story, and it's not a novel, so I think somewhere in between there. Yeah. And apparently, this is the material for what's coming on the album that they just finished recording in the studio, I think, this past month. Okay. So we're going to get new material, maybe not until 2020, but the new album from them, I think the concept is based on this story. And actually, I have to go back and listen to the lyrics from volume one, because maybe... This is also part of this, and now yeah, that I've read this... You can make some connections. Yeah. And so, anyway, I read it, and uh, I really liked it. Um, I kind of wasn't sure what to expect, of, but I wanted to support the band, and I thought how, how cool uh, of them to like make an extension of, of, of their art for their fans, where you could actually like read a story that's a concept. I mean, if, if, if that's not prog, I don't know what it is. So these guys <laughs> beat the prog guys to the game you know, here for this... Yes. Um, and the writing is good, and I, I really enjoyed it. It's a very, um, I would say it's quite an original concept. Um, a simple, a very simple story, but a very weird story. It's sort of science fiction, 
But yeah, it, but cover it, suddenly looks like that. But it feels like a mix between fantasy and science fiction. So yeah. you have these sort of like beast-like characters and like Conan, like you see on the cover, it looks a little yeah. bit like Conan the Barbarian. And they live in this like desolate, cold planet of obsidian glass. It's super dangerous and their life is like toiling. But then there's like this whole space element and universe and stuff. And the funny thing is, is it has a lot to do with like the end of things become the beginning of things and like the beginning of time becomes the end of time and blah, blah, blah. And I, before I read that, I read, um, the restaurant at at the end of the universe. All right. The hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy, the sequel. sequel. Yes. And that is partly concerned with a restaurant that's at the end of the universe where the people go to dine and actually watch the universe implode on itself. And then everything's over. Yeah. So it was kind of funny (laughs) reading a a funny book about that and then like a serious one. So uh, for any of you out there, I think they have this on their website. You can order it. They shipped it all the way to me from Illinois or wherever they're from in the U.S. And I got it and read it here in Germany. And and I would recommend it for sci-fi fantasy fans who want, who like the band and want like an extension of their concept. So that's cool. So we get, we extended our range to books now. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, they to, did <laughs> to to um, book mu- reviews, <laughs> mu- music related uh, or band related book reviews. Yeah, I do um, read a lot of uh, like bios, but they're not always prog. So like book like yeah. music bios, I love that in the summer. Yeah. So I'll definitely have read a few this summer, cool. so we can think about if we want to ever include that kind of stuff. So yeah, we'll okay, see. Dario, what what are we doing today? Um, so my thought was that we kind of, um, go through our top picks of the year so far. Um, our good friend Jason from the Prog Mind had uh, a list of like 15 of his favorite uh, releases so far. And that kind of matched up with my favorite releases as well. Like the number of. Yeah, the Mm. number of albums and... I have also some honorable mentions, as always. Oh, so okay. there, there was such a there was a lot of ab- music. Ab- uh, abundance of great new music. Um, Agreed. Um, so, but yeah, the the quality was top notch throughout, and um, I have the feeling some of those records are gonna stay with me for a long time, actually. I mean, mm. only time will tell, but <laughs> I have I have a good to feeling. coin a phrase. <laughs> yeah, um, um, yeah that, that would be the first part, and then um, I want to do a quick uh, look into the future um, and see what expectations the rest of the year might hold for yeah. us. And um, when we do the best of, uh, are we doing these in any particular order, or just like these are fifteen albums that we liked? Because I don't feel prepared to rank them. Yeah, my order isn't set in stone either. There's uh, some some albums I'm going to mention that they're like absolutely top tier for yeah. me. Yeah, okay. And, is, and, and some I will say they're, they're really good and I really liked them uh-huh. and, and they're good enough to be included in that list, but I'm not going to like um, explode in uh, um, praise of them. Right. <laughs> so that's probably how you can tell. Um, 
how you will be able to tell um, a little bit about the ranking. Uh, about the ranking. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, I also grouped them a little bit together in um, like, um, yeah, matches that somehow made sense. Uh, okay, like stylistically or? Yes, both stylistically and um, yeah, some other um, like connections. Connecting members yeah, or, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you went you went deep on this. Okay, <laughs> well, it just just happened like naturally, actually. <laughs> actually. <laughs> okay, good. Then, uh, how shall we proceed? Do you want to just start, throw an album out there, and or? Well, um, I guess my top pairing. You 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 could have guessed it by now. I'm sure. Um, my very very top pairing, and yeah, there's already a rating here. <laughs> <laughs> um, is of course Soledad Catharsis uh, from France and Ilo Union. Um, is that how you pronounce Ilo? Yeah, and I, I knew it's, it's gonna be the question again. Well, <laughs> they, they, they did their debut gig in London together with Jolly and uh, Kairos, and I think everybody agreed that. It's ILO, um, and I'm gonna. <laughs> Everybody I'm, I, agreed. I, I, I don't know. I'm. I, I think I, I, I've. I. I'm a lost cause with my. Uh, with my ELO pronunciation. Yeah, I've, I've been calling it ELO, and that's probably ju your ju fault. Just because I. I always did, and. Um, I mean, it makes the most sense. Um, because there's an H following the I. Yeah, that that was my intention as well, but hmm. everybody else in. <laughs> On the internet, <laughs> uh, I think the ninety percent agree that it should be ILO. Um, so, does the band and, have an opinion? <laughs> well, they do, but they love to. They love to not say. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they, they, they did it, it is a thing for them to tease. Um, I, I, then we'll say ILO. Yeah, uh, Union. The album Union. Yes. Um, this is also on my list here. So. Very I think nice. we agree on on the on the quality of that record. Yes, um, I mean we we talked about the singles probably, and um, but for the whole album, I I just have to mention two songs that stand out for me. That is "Hollow" and uh, the closing epic Coal "Coalescence." Yeah, um, "Hollow" for me is like the love child of Blackfield and Leprous. Um, so the prog rocky beginning, like really melancholic, really sad. And um, yeah, then a Leprous outburst. Yeah. Um, a, lo a lot of people are comparing them to Tesseract, but I yes. don't, I don't, I'm not totally into that so much. I, I, I get the comparison, yeah. um, especially the very beginning of the title track at the very beginning of the... Um, whole album um this kind of clean uh, clean guitar. electric clean distorted guitar it's yes like, it's sort of like, yes and then yeah. it gives, gives this atmospheric vibe and then rhythmic like like the uh, a gentle rhythm uh, rhythm but still very very melodic um but they have they have absolutely an uh, identity of their own yeah, yeah um there's no doubt in that um, but still not as unique as Soledad, um, which is a record, I, like a style I've never heard like this. Um, it's 
symphonic, but it's it it can't be compared to normal symphonic metal bands, let alone uh, other symphonic metal bands with a female lead vocalist. Um, I mean, it's it's a project. It's it's, it's you can't really call it a band, but um, I mean the the vocal sound is uh, of course um, very different if you have someone with a deep bass or <laughs> or like a yeah female uh sounding voice um no but catharsis is such a such an emotional roller coaster ride and um like really really emotional deep stuff and yeah i, I just love it yeah and I, i've listened to it a lot actually in the last weeks, not so much anymore, um, but we'll get to that later. Why? <laughs> you know, um, you you've talked about this album so often, and I only listened to it one time, and maybe I didn't even get through it all the way. And um, I I don't think it grabbed me the way it grabbed you, but also maybe because it's so different, I didn't quite get it at first. So. I still have a half a year to make up the time and yeah, listen, should. but there was so much other good music that it was kind of like, if I didn't get into it right away, then I was like moving on to something yeah, else. Yeah, I, I, I can absolutely get that. Um, yeah. But yeah, those those are, um, with, without a doubt, my two top picks. Ah, okay, for, for the year. Um, yeah, so far. I mean, I have uh, two kind of um, necessary top picks um that are also linked and and i don't know if they'll be on your list or not but um it's certainly the elephant in the room we have to mention <laughs> the new dream theater um distance over time and uh jordan rudis's solo album wired for madness both are actually not on my list yeah. i have to admit um but um if it was one of those two i would definitely pick jordan's solo album yeah i mean it's I listened to Distance Over Time three times, and I remember the first time I was totally annoyed with it. Oh. Second time I was just me, just boring. Third time was actually thought, okay, this could be fun music, but I didn't feel the need to go back to it. Yeah. I, the, the the thing is, I I think I sometimes w takes me some time to like get into a Dream Theater album, even though this I mean they're always like my favorite band. I mean still, um, and Distance Over Time, I I listened to it a lot right when it came out, and then I didn't listen to it for a while, and then I went back, and it reminded me of why I thought it was so good, but it's also not something I listen to all the time. So um, yeah. And Jordan's, I listened also, uh, I've listened to a lot since it came out. I was really excited about that because I knew that it would be totally not Dream Theater. Yes. Totally unique. And uh, I knew you had Joe Bonamassa on a track. And um, I knew that um, he was going to be trying a lot of new stuff. And I've... Hold on, get my pen out here. Um so uh, th those two will definitely be on my end of the year list, I'm sure, because yeah, I mean, th the Dream Theater record is good. I, I I like I like the sound. I like the direction of it. Um, yeah, what more can I say? 
And then Jordan's is just finally a new Jordan Brutus solo with all of his madness. Yes. So I actually have to listen to that again. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, it's that, dense. There that, that was just too much other things going on, yeah. so I didn't really get to sit down and listen. It's also pretty long, right? Yeah. I mean, the first track is like a half an hour, and then there's like six more tracks, you know, because because it's Jordan. Um, yeah. So those are those are those are a pairing on my list. I I realize I do have a few pairings in here. Maybe we have them in common. Let's see. Yeah, that's 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 really funny. Your um, turn. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm just adding two two uh, two things to both lists actually. Um, that just came to my mind while we were talking about the solo album. Mm. Um, so for so. the expectations, I yes. have to put another name on the list. Yep. <laughs> Um, Would it be regarding a single that just came out today? <laughs> uh, no, actually not. Not today. But uh, we, we'll get to that yeah. later. Um, so your my, next pairing. My next pairing is actually the Greek pairing. Ooh. Um, and uh, before we start into that, or we have to start into it, uh, sadly, with a, with a really bummer of a note like like i don't know how to say it but i mean just the keyboard player of mother of millions just died recently really sudden and we've been talking about mothers of millions a lot a, a lot on the broadcast because we both love the band and and their sound and yeah. um Marquis was a was the soul of the band somehow yeah. with his keyboard founding um, member uh um and it's a great, great, great loss. And but he left a beautiful album, um, like the last two albums, Sigma, and now the new one, Artifacts. Um, just beautiful, beautiful stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we'll have yeah. the, his legacy to remember him. I think that's that's the way to put it. This album's certainly on my list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was the one, uh, one part of the Greek pairing. Um, the other Greek band is Until Rain. We also watched a couple of videos. And uh, yeah, the album is called Season 5. And um, they have actually a pretty unique thing going on, I have the feeling. Because they started out as more power metal-influenced prog metal and then their their singer Yanis left um, to sing with Beast in Black or some some band with Black. No, Beast in Black is the female fronted, right? Uh, I don't know. It, okay, Yanis sings in the band something with Black now um, that are going on tour with Mirath, or Mirath has gone to support oh, okay. the, them on tour uh, later this year. Um, and I just realized Mirth sadly didn't make the cut. Ah, yeah. Um, um, anyway, Until Rain, uh, with their um, previous album um, and now the new album, they somehow um, developed a whole unique and very, very own... Um, style of um 
melancholy. Mm. Like it's it's quite uh, sad, and and I can't listen to it all the time because mm. uh, it might get too emotional. Actually, um, so in the in the opening track from uh, from season five. Uh, the new, really good new singer for or for the last two albums uh, now, Cons, uh, um, who also was singing with with Arian with, with the Epic Rock Crier, um, he's singing something about uh, take away my pain and stuff. Uh, mm. uh, so it is quite sad stuff, but it's also beautiful. Yeah, cool. And in the moment that you were talking about that, we were getting the, <laughs> the tolling bells of the, yeah. the Giesinger church up there. <laughs> yeah, so that it's was... It's five o'clock. It's, <laughs> just for the record, it's five o'clock here. <laughs> it's not five o'clock somewhere. It's yeah. five o'clock here. <laughs> that was my Greek pairing. Okay. Um, Mother of Millions, as I said, was was on my list. Um, and the other one kind of, I only really checked out when we were together and sort of fell off my radar a bit. Um, let me see if I can find a, I can, I can find an easy pairing um, because they toured together as well. Both released albums this year, um, both from Scandinavia. I think we liked it, both of them. And uh, we talked a lot about them. Of course, I'm talking about uh, So, so and, and Wheel. And Wheel, yes. So the new So and album, Lotus, which came out early in the year, and Wheel, Moving backwards, both came out early in the year. In fact, so much music has come since then that I almost forgot that they were 2019. <laughs> but I remember the beginning of the year was just insane. You, like you know what? I just wanted to say, wanted to say the exact same thing. I made the list, and I was sure that Lotus, the yeah. new Soen album, was from last year. Yeah, and no. then and and then I saw um, Alexandra's uh, list, our new Prox based colleague Alexandra from France. And I was like, wait, <laughs> so Lotus is from this year? Absolutely. Yes. And yeah. I, I checked back and I said, of course, it was January. And yeah. then, the, then they went on tour. And so, yeah, but it is also on my list. And I re, uh, I, I've been listening a few times again the last days, actually, mm. because I rediscovered it's, that it came out beauty. this year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, um, yeah, and Wheel is a good companion to. I mean, what a great tour um, touring choice to have the two of them together. And yeah. and they're gonna go on tour again in, yeah, in September no, uh, or August. Yeah, September. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, they both made great music videos too. I think this is how we. Yeah, experienced absolutely. Them in the beginning was the singles. Um, the I would think now. Come to think of it. Well, uh, probably one of my favorite music videos from this year mm. would be um, from the title track of Lotus, um, the animated uh, video from uh, oh, Costin right. Churiano. Yeah, okay, well, shout out to Costin. Beautiful stuff, really unique um, style as well. Mm -hmm. Before the end of the episode, I have to think of what my... I didn't think of a music video that I liked the most. Uh, that's that's yeah. a tough one for me. Bar yeah. is quite high. Yeah. But in interesting stuff. I mean, uh, with the Soen um, actually started to make these perfect ballads somehow with their last album with Lucidity, and on the tour for Lucaya for the last album, they also 
always closed with lucidity, like with this super dreamy Pink Floydy ballad. Um, and um, on the new album, there's actually two of those kind uh, mm-hmm. uh, kind of songs. Um, the title track, Lotus, but the other one, River, is yeah. at least as much heart-wrenching for me mm-hmm. as the title track. Uh, I just wanted to give this uh, song a mention. Yeah. Because it it wasn't a single, and they of course they they kind of had to play the um, title track yeah. on on the tour, and the big hit single um, "Lucidity" from last uh, from the last album. Yeah. So they already had those two mellower songs in the in their um, in their set list. So it was it was obvious that it's gonna yeah. fall down. Sadly, and just maybe to say time. Uh, one thing about Wheel, since I mean a lot of people maybe know someone, maybe some people don't know Wheel yet. They're from yes. Finland, and they had a couple of EPs um, that came out. Yeah, in the last I think two. two. Yeah, and so this was the first full length uh, yes. album, and I mean definitely for fans of uh, of Soen, certainly, and maybe Carnival and Tool and this sort of modern prog direction. Yes, but uh, yeah, I really, really like them. Gro- really groovy. Did uh, you have both of them on your list? No, or just, just so on. Yeah. Actually, I have to admit um, because I, I also didn't give uh, we mo- moving backwards, moving backwards. Yeah, yeah. the uh, proper time and attention. Ah, okay, but yeah. um, there's not enough. There's not enough time. There's not You're a busy enough, man, Dario. There's not enough time. You don't have in, to apologize in, in the for day. that. <laughs> no, but <laughs> great band, and uh, it was great seeing them live. And and as you said, great great music videos as well. Yeah, um, yeah cool. Um, I have a kind of death metal pairing here. Um, Okay, let's start with an hmm. with a not so obvious one, but I was teasing it in the last episode already. Yes. This fractal universe yeah, from France, right? Um, I've been listening to a lot to Rhizomes of Inza- Insanity um, because it sounds really, really unique to me. And well, there's one song, Madness Arabesque, which is really opathy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But the rest is I, I I cannot really compare it to any anything else. And uh, what I uh, particularly like is is also the um, vocal performance that it's like um, yeah. growls and like and harsh harsh clean vocals as yeah. well. Like the mix and um, it's like really diverse and um, um, awesome riffs and fucking great album and yeah. the bonus track is actually um an acoustic rendition of the title track of the previous album Angrams of decline if i'm not mistaken and that rocks so hard even though it's acoustic mm. um and yeah. for me is part of the album uh experience to have that as as the album closer actually interesting <laughs> so to be honest i i only really listened to the album once you mentioned it the other day again although we've watched some stuff together i think yeah and i was like totally blown away they didn't make my list but only because i just listened to it the other day and <laughs> haven't even heard it all the way through but i was already yeah like i put it on and i was like okay it's pretty extreme i don't know if i'm really in the mood for this uh, maybe i'll just throw on the new dream theater <laughs> album <laughs> and then i was like well, 
wait a minute. Like, it kind of let, kept letting it play, and it was yeah. like, this is really, this is really great. Yeah. yeah. So um, awesome. Maybe it finds its way into the final year of the list. Yeah. That's why we do this. This is why we look. So, and your and your second death metal pair. Well, that is actually not really death metal, but there's a lot of death metal going on on that record. It's Empath from Devin Townsend. Ah, okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah, um, and I also have to say I haven't listened to it in a, in a quite a while. Um, when it came out, I was kind of obsessed with it, uh, okay. and then I was not in the mood anymore f- somehow. Um, but it's freaking insane. Come on. <laughs> it is. It's absolutely insane. Uh, it's not on my list, which is a surprising thing, I think, because I'm I'm usually, I mean, I've been a fan of Devin Townsend for a long time. Yeah. Um, and had the chance to make a couple of films with him, also with Freaks. So, I mean, he's a, you know, like a, an inspiring person in the flesh and in his music. Yeah. And I just didn't, I mean, you know, there was so hype. This is always a problem for me. When there's a lot of hype around something, yeah. it's like, uh, it's like, garlic on vampires i just i get it i can't go into something with a lot of hype because it will like i don't know skew my hearing or, or maybe yeah. i'll find it disappointing you know what i mean yeah so usually when stuff like that and and that happened with his last album too because he's become very big yeah. uh, in our scene yeah. so also the last album i waited like six months later till like the hype died down and All then right. like checked it out and was like yeah this is really good so i've listened to um empath yeah, two three times, but oh. and it's got like really amazing stuff on it. But honestly, I I kind of like put it away because I wanted to give it its own space without yeah. all the noise of social media telling me that it's the best album yeah. of all time. You know, <laughs> yeah. But uh, to be honest, there's uh, there's some stuff on it I could live it out. Actually, like the we watched that video for was it Singularity mm. the second no, the one with no, the cat. No, no, the, the 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 one in space with the the animated thing in space with the with the gorilla on base and the elephants. Oh and, yes, it's the track that sounds like Inya. Yeah, that um, was like totally bland and forgettable. What that did for me though was make me go back and watch the Jean Claude Van Damme video that he did with Volvo, where that song is playing and he's doing the splits between the two trucks. <laughs> so if there was a spike in views. It was maybe because of that song. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this. It's like a viral video with yeah. Claude Van Damme. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That song sounds like that, and I think that's what he was like going for was this yeah. style. And um, but interesting about about Devin is that he he kind of went away from this metal thing for a while and did more of this sort of Euro poppy feel goody yeah, stuff. Mean, yeah, on Addicted, there's there's a lot of a lot of yep. poppy stuff, and then of course he did Key. And um, and he ghost. did yeah. um, ghost, and then uh, like condensed all his extreme material for deconstruction in that period, and then he also had the that um, that uh, casualties of cool. Okay, yeah, this is um, like <laughs> like a totally yeah side yeah. project yeah. thing that he did with somebody else. Yeah, um, but 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 it was also in the Melero kind. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, but but I like the the schizophrenic face of empath. Like if like you have you have everything in in Genesis at the yep. beginning, and then there's some poppy th- stuff in the middle to to uh, relax a bit maybe. Yep. And uh, but 
the in, crazy death metal on Hear Me in Hear Me and then the epic symphonic stuff and Borderlands and whatnot. And then of course uh that no singularity is the is the is the epic at the end. Um I don't remember what what, what that Enya sounding track is called. Damn. Uh, and he, he, you guys, you guys will know. You, you know, you guys, you guys put this at the top of your list, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but he, he, yeah, because I think with like the Devin Townsend project and those albums, um, like um, uh, Epic Loud, uh, Epic Cloud, mm -hmm. Epic Loud, um, and the ones that followed Blue Sky and stuff. I think those kind of served that sort of more poppy rock metal direction. And then the stuff yeah. like Ziltoid 2 was more like the crazy yeah. <laughs> Devon stuff. And then with Empath, it's sort of like a mix of all those. And there was just an article, which I didn't read, but now he wants to bring Strapping Young Lad material back to the stage. Yes, I saw. Um, ah, yeah. And that he's True. kind of like getting back into metal now. So it would be really interesting to see him... Um. And handle all things at once. Um, well, so. I have to admit, sadly, I missed, uh, really sadly, I missed the acoustic tour because apparently it was a banger. It was really amazing from, yeah, from, from, from sure. what I've heard. Um, but, I mean, the Empath tour is going to be huge with Haken opening. With Haken, yeah, what a great um, lineup. Or, or supporting, I, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a third band on that tour. Um, but... Uh, Yeah, crazy Great. stuff as yeah. always from Devin. Yeah, um, man, it's like a mainstay, you know. Um, so do I do I pick a pair now? Can can I throw out like a like a pair that doesn't fit together? Yeah, of course it happens. Okay, well, you know what? Let's stick with the the metal thing because I don't have that much metal metal stuff on mine. Um, Even though on your uh, note. Notebook. Book I have all this heavy fucking metal uh, yeah, stickers. That I'm a, I'm a poser right there. <laughs> um, well, the heaviest thing I think on my list, anyway, without really being a okay, I'll make a pairing, but they're not totally the same. Yeah, they're 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 close. Okay. Periphery for okay hail stand. Yeah. So I I really like the Alpha Omega albums from Periphery. Um, And beyond that, I didn't. I don't get. I didn't get that much into them. I mean, like, I like what they do, but it didn't always connect with me emotionally. Yeah. But um, I have to admit that the new Periphery album is pretty pretty badass. I mean, like, technical and and like crazy, and also you know emotional and stuff. I really hit. I feel like they hit. At least a mark that I connected to much better than the last okay, album, cool. for instance. So, I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure that's not on your list. Um, yeah, uh, you guessed correctly. And my other metal pick would be uh, Valance. Yes. Cognitive Dissidence. Maybe, maybe favorite album title, too, of the year. <laughs> because it's like Cognitive dis Dissonance. Yeah. And they changed the word dissonance to dissidence. Like people who, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, 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 and this is a Valance is a as an instrumental metal band. Yeah, I mean it. It's kind of like to me, it's a little bit like between the buried and me without vocals, mm -hmm. but maybe a little, even a little bit more of an organic thrashy sound. Yeah, and they also have some jammy parts, right? Yeah, and um, 
I have to admit, I I haven't checked out the whole album, but I but I really mm. like the singles. It's really good. Yeah. Like the 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 single videos, that was really fun, and the one we watched where they were kind awkward, of awkwardly standing in a row. <laughs> yeah, in the like warehouse space. Yeah, but they had they had so much fun playing, and it was it's such a fun song. Yeah, and I mean, I think as a musician. I mean, I have a band, but the, like that's the kind of band where I always think like that's the kind of band I would like to play in if I ever had enough time to have like a second project or something or, you know, because yeah. I like, I think I like it as a musician. You know, I like to listen yeah. to the, the different instruments and what they're doing. And it's just like a like a little musical journey. And especially because there's no vocals, you know, you could really follow like what they do. And so, yeah, that's my second metal uh choice all right i just remembered i i have i have to mention this for my top picks the pairing not only because they are my favorite album so far of the year but of course both were produced by my good friend lucas ah. de la rosa ah okay he did both of the, he did elo as well yes ILO. well he 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 didn't produce ilo he he um mixed no he mastered it he mastered it yeah yeah the mix was great. done by by uh the guitarist uh Phil, I believe, mm -hmm. um, but he, he he did the mastering. Um, he he did a lot on 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 Solida. He did yeah. a lot of production and um, and the craziest guitar solo. Oh yeah, he, there we have it. One one more award, best guitar solo. Oh yeah, yeah. I know where you're. I know where you're putting that. <laughs> I don't think I have a best guitar solo. I didn't pick too many best. Uh, instruments except for except for one are we doing that as a separate category or do i get do i just say that now <laughs> i've we, we, i i thought we just said when it comes along ah, okay then, then, then i missed it because my 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 player of the of the year so far is john myung from dream oh, theater wow. okay and i mean just as a per, on a personal note like when i started to play bass uh, at like when I turned 14, I got my first bass and I was playing like Metallica, you know, like Jason Newstead, <laughs> Black Album stuff. Yeah, okay. And then I discovered Dream Theater right thereafter and I discovered mm -hmm. John Mayung and I threw my guitar pick away and uh, started to learn with the three fingers instead of playing with the pick. And I practiced to like Erotomania. Uh, from ah, from awake and stuff awesome. like that was like how I learned yeah. bass was like to try to try to play these songs. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Okay. And uh, and and he sounds fantastic on the new record. Like some Dream Theater albums, he falls really far in the background, even in the mix and stuff. And I feel like this record, they he shines a lot. He even has like bass intro riffs that were okay. that's super cool uh and maybe i will have to listen again yeah listen again <laughs> and especially this like this one track i for, even forget what the name of the song was that he has this like the intro riff do 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 like kind of all right and uh and his sound is great and so yeah bass bassist of the year so far cool um actually i had so impaired with something that didn't really fit, but I didn't oh. have another. You didn't have wheel, so. so yeah, I didn't have another partner, so to speak, <laughs> for jo for Jolly's family actually. Ah. But the next one uh, kind of stands on its own in my list because I didn't couldn't match it up properly as well. P 
partly also because it has the album has such a long name and it wouldn't fit in one row. <laughs> so I always do do a little uh, a graphic thing there as well. So I'm a little bit of visual person. <laughs> so um, yeah, I let's just say my next pairing is Jolly's family and Umfels as the water covers the sea. Oh. Um, quick word about Jolly. I love Jolly. Jolly loves me. <laughs> uh, um, Apparently. And um, Jolly loves you as well. Um, and, and I knew like 90% of the songs uh, for a long time because they've been putting them on YouTube ahead of once, the release. Right? Once, once they were done yeah. um, over the course of the last one and a half years, I, I, I would say, or even two. Well, I would have to check when the first single Ava was uh, released on YouTube and um, they also had a Patreon thing going on uh, where you would get early and more access to more stuff of course and so I um, didn't really listen to the album as a whole yet mm -hmm. um, like I didn't have the time to check out how it how it works as a whole when I put all these songs together um, I just, I, I love them separately, individually, and my my my, my favorite, my favorite. Oh, okay. I've I've got two two favorite songs. Uh, they are really different uh, from each other. Um, one is uh, Lazarus Space Masala. It's got a really gent heavy ending. And the other one is love. And, um, mm. well, the only lyrics, maybe we should give Anna Dale an award for um, best lyrics because the lyrics for the song Love is uh, basically love hurts repeated probably 50 times or so. <laughs> <laughs> When it came out, my best friend Nikki uh, sent me a message and said, Uh, let's do a drinking game for that <laughs> song. <laughs> I think we, should, we would get drunk pretty fast. Um, yeah, beautiful, awesome stuff from Jolly. As I said, I, I haven't uh, had the time to listen to the to the album. Uh, how the how so as a whole? How, how the songs um, match together on uh, if you listen to them in one go. Um, but I have listened a lot to Umfel. Um, as, uh, as the water covers the sea because I just fell in love of their jazzy side yeah. um, of their jazzy harmonies and stuff um, yeah I remember liking this when we watched it on the broadcast and I feel like I just never went and maybe the album wasn't out yet and I forgot I forgot to be there when it did come out so I didn't listen to it again after we talked oh, about probably. them but I remember liking it a lot yeah um Absolutely, really, really cool stuff from uh, Umpfel. Um, yeah, they really expanded their um, sound to a whole new level of jazziness and awesomeness. And also now they're a real band. I think with the first album, it was just two guys, like a project. Okay. And so they've really grown and... Uh, I can't wait to, to see where the journey goes from for them. I really hope they will be able to to make a tour or something because this stuff should be heard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, great. 
Um, let's see what I have next here. Um, I guess I can do another pairing. One that I think I'm running out of good pairings. Okay, so I will pair. Daniel Tompkins, Castles. Yes. It's on my list. But I, I find myself listening to it a lot more than the last Tesseract album. I just... We're going to talk about Tesseract in a bit. Yeah, I really liked... Uh, I really like it. It's just... I mean, yeah. the videos were great. I think my... It could be that one of my favorite videos of the year was that one that we watched with him. I forget the track, but he... Yeah, where he's in the car. He's getting and, beaten up. And, and, and yeah... I think this is one of my fav- favorite videos um, from the year. Um, and yeah, it's just the melodies are great. I feel like I can put it on any time, whether it's like cleaning up the house or driving or, y- y- you know what I mean? Any mood, it kind of like huh? fits into there. So I really like it. I like his voice. I like the melodies and I like the music. Yeah, It's a very yeah creative, inventive music style. And then pairing that... Together with, hmm, <laughs> um, something that doesn't fit, maybe Rendezvous Point. <laughs> that is still your thunder from Rendezvous Point. Uh, well, did they make your list, Dario? They're on my honorable mention. Wow. Wow, this was one yes. of our mo- both of our most anticipated albums. Yes, actually, and the first and, half. Um, but but it, it somehow fits because, uh, the, like pairing it with with uh, Daniel Tompkins. Yeah. Uh, when I look at it now, because um, I mean, apart from the three singles, which I love very much, um, it, they went in in a bit of a poppy and more alternative direction and yeah. away from the metal sound. Yeah, definitely. And I I personally miss it. That's why they didn't make the main list. Just, yeah. just an honorable mention. Yeah, and I mean, if you just think of it sonically, you know, it's also like kind of a wall of sound, the band, and then you have, uh, you know, the soaring um, melody vocals of of uh, yeah, Mund, yeah. Um, which kind of matches the yeah I guess it kind of matches the the Daniel Tompkins album yeah. in some way so I I really liked it um, like the Universal Chaos single is just like a real like fist pumping yeah. car ripper and then the other tracks Smashing. they kind of grow and stuff but um, yeah they they're definitely grower and and I will listen to it more. Yeah. I think if I had a complaint about it, it might be maybe what you're getting at. Like the mix in general, like is very um, vocal, like up front and everybody else is kind of in the background a bit, Mm -hmm. which is a very small dislike, but, but, but nevertheless. Yeah. It's still, still a great band and uh, I can't wait to see them again touring with Vola later this year. Yeah. Gonna be sick. Um, actually, both both of them are on my list. As I said, Rendezvous Point only as an honorable mention. I'm just gonna, as we're talking about them now, I'm gonna throw out my second honorable mention. Oh, yeah. um, the I paired and w- and was a perfect fit with Rendezvous Point. Actually, was Marathon Meta um, Marathon. Uh, 
we haven't talked about them on on the oh, show okay. because I say, I don't know. They, they they didn't really have a video or I, I didn't see it i don't know there were some singles floating around on spotify i know um but maybe i just missed that they released some music videos we actually should investigate but yeah because it's a really cool band it's actually the singer also is the is the new singer of the norwegian band 22 uh, 22 were on tour with yes. Lepris and Adrian Fresco. Yeah, I um, tried to get into them too. That's that was also like I, I liked I liked them, but yeah, yeah. So 22 was really high energy alternative yep. prog, and uh, what Marathon did, um, in my opinion, they, um, yeah, they play a perfect mix of Adrian Fresco and Muse. What? How yes. do I not know this band? <laughs> I, I, was, I love both. Uh, yeah, Agent Fresco yeah. And and and, they, and and you really should listen to it. You, you How do you spell that? A marathon without the a without the H. So marathon, marathon, and uh, meta. So like meter. Me, me, no meta, 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 meta. meta. Metal without the L. <laughs> Marath marathon without the H. Metal without the L. <laughs> So uh, where, th where did those two run off together? <laughs> <laughs> um, the bass tone is absolutely sick uh, on that what? one. What, Dario? I'm sorry that I didn't think of telling you. I about have them expectations already. from our relationship, <laughs> and you really let me down here. <laughs> um, so okay, that uh, that'll um, be on my looking forward to and, list. And, and actually, write down. Um, there's uh, one. Um, Wait, no, maybe I, I'll remember it again. There's okay. Oh yeah, there's in in two consecutive songs. So in in songs that uh, like come after each other. In one song, maybe it's a third or fourth song. Um, there's a bass line that actually really really reminded me of I think "Carry On My Wayward Son." Oh, and in the next song. There is a part that really reminded me of uh, the Cockroach King. Whoa! <laughs> so maybe if you if it's a jump in time, maybe you'll you'll hear it too. Yeah, but cool. uh, uh, amazing debut album, and they they are actually I don't I don't know they're they're together with with Rendezvous Point really really strong honorable mentions. Okay, and because um, both both are great albums actually. Um, and the, the other um, one you mentioned was Daniel uh, yeah. Tompkins, and I cheated a little bit because it's a triple pairing. Uh, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> I only have three left anyway, so <laughs> not sure how we... One, two, um, three. No, four, I have four. I, okay, okay. Well, that triple pairing was my, was my little pop section again. Ah, yeah, right. Um, so we had... Actually, we had Crystal Linder, and we talked about him. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. Um, mm. Across the Never, yeah. uh, one of my favorite uh, pop vocalists. Um, and um, this I, like I, Space Odyssey series, right? Um, Wasn't it like? Yeah, he, he put out uh, tracks for each um, um, visualizations for for for, yeah. for 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 each song, um, like uh, every one or two weeks. Mm. Um, um, so this Swedish guy living in New York, and I can't th thank Catatonia enough uh, for uh, right. uh, bring, bringing uh, him into into yeah. into my attention. And um, yeah, Crystal Linder across the never, like yeah, some more space pop mm -hmm. uh, there. 
and something completely different actually um and we haven't talked about him um because actually i missed the album release but i was a huge fan of him his music uh, because of the first two singles he put out last year um his name is shay baba he's from la and this dude has a, has a mesmerizing voice I saw him opening for Susan Sundfer. Ah, Susan um, Sundfer. Yeah. Um, and his, his voice is unbelievably beautiful. And the, the album and also the single that's, that's been haunting me since I uh, discovered it like more than years ago, more than a year ago, or every time I, I listen to it, it's so beautiful and so emotional um is called requiem okay the album um, the album and the yeah. single okay. that, that first single yeah okay um, i never heard of it so yeah um, it's it's she's uh not really well known yet i guess but shay baba shay baba he, he should be huge okay I mean, this guy is super talented and he's, he's got also some electronic stuff going on in on the album but uh when he played live, um, supporting Susan Sundfer, um, it was just him and piano. Um, so he was pl playing piano and singing. Okay. Um, super talented dude and amazing angelic voice. Hmm. So that was the little pop section. Pop trilogy with yes. Dan Daniel Tompkins was yes. part of that trilogy. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, I only have four left here, and uh, I don't know that the pairings really work, uh, except to say that two of them are from the U.S. and two of them are from Scandinavia. Okay. So I'll start with um, the U.S. bands. So um, the new Baroness, Golden Grey. I was expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> to have to, For you to have it in your list. Yeah, I, I'm a fan of Baroness. Um, I guess since either the red or blue album came out, maybe blue, maybe I didn't, you know, red, like, I think I heard blue first. Uh, and yeah, I've liked them ever since. They do, we're from a similar place in the U.S. They're, I mean, they're from, John Baisley, I think is originally from Savannah, Georgia, or at least from Georgia. I know that he went to school, I think, in Savannah at the school, SCAD, school of, uh, Savannah School of Art and Design. Maybe I'm messing up that name. Okay. <laughs> uh, and as you know, he's a great visual artist uh, as well as yeah. a musician. And I'm from Columbia, South Carolina, which is just a couple hours into South Carolina from Georgia. So this kind of music, and Hyborian is also mixed in, Mastodon. You know, I kind of grew up in the same place, so I, I feel like I have a connection yeah, to that music there. simply yeah. because of the sonic quality. You know, like it's... Yeah. resonates with me and maybe from being from the south a funny thing is is I, I i don't really have that connection with like the um quintessential teutonic metal <laughs> you know what i mean like uh -huh. the german power metal thing or yeah whatever. I, but i don't know that all <laughs> genres really uh y you know um um it's like the, the, not all genres have 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 a have a, a like a regional um, stamp like that that feel yeah, like they yeah. come from a place and actually I mean the like terms I mean people call them a lot of different things yeah. and they've changed over the years but like slow southern steel is kind of like in, all encompassing and that that includes yeah. bands from NOLA 
like Crowbar and I Hate God and Down. Yeah. All the way up to, yeah, Savannah, Georgia. Um, so Kailessa, um, Royal Thunder, uh, Mastodon, all these bands. And they, they have this not necessarily fast thing. Yeah. There's somehow some kind of religious element, blues element, you know, kind yeah. of in it. And, um, and then like this just hot, sweaty... Swam. I mean, this is what the South is. You know? right. And uh, I can, if anybody wants to explore that further, I would recommend there's a documentary called Slow Southern Steel. All right. You can watch it on YouTube. They, the filmmakers put it on YouTube, so it's not cool. a, an illegal viewing. Yeah. And um, yeah, it kind of gives you a sense of like where that music comes from and what makes it sound like that. And so I, I like that for that, that it really comes from a place and sounds a certain way. So that was a long story short. <laughs> Baroness has changed quite a lot since the early days, but I still yeah. think that they're doing um, a lot of, uh, doing really interesting stuff. On the other hand, the album is definitely like the shittiest sounding record on my list here. Because it ha okay. it's like, but I don't say that in a bad way. Yeah, it just sounds a, so raw and so unproduced, earthy. earthy. Yeah. I mean, it, as as if they like added additional layers of, I don't or like they use like tube mics and like overcrank them or something, and and so everything <laughs> like every drum hit. This this existed on Purple as well, the album that came before, and now in Golden Gray, it's like even more extreme and. Kai's also a fan of of Baroness, so we talk a lot about them, and I think he also kind of struggles with this element of it, but it, <laughs> in a way it's become a part of their aesthetic to to yeah. to approach the recording. So I really love that. And then the other American band, totally different direction. Thank you, scientists, Terraforma. Yes. And I just, I mean, I really discovered them with these new songs, and I think it was the track... My brother told me about them some years ago, and I knew they went on tour with Haken. Yeah. But I never Same really got into it. Like, when you put horns Same. in prog yeah. music or in music in general, I, I, I usually kind of like, eh, I'm not a big horn fan. Yeah. Uh, like, it t maybe reminds me too much of ska, which I'm not a fan of. <laughs> yeah, I get, I get that. I'm it, totally with you on yeah. that. <laughs> so, it, like, that kind of, like, scared me a bit. Um but when they played with that American marching band, yeah. the Blue Cats, yeah. I think they were called. Yeah. Um, and the song was called like RMXLR or something. Yeah, like, it's yeah. from this yeah. album. And yeah. they did this like 10 minute performance on the field with that marching. Like yeah. then I got it. And yeah. like you saw them in their like totally awesome, silly workout clothes from the 80s. Yeah. And um, and then I got it, and then we watched a couple of other videos from them, which yeah. were just hilarious. Like and the, 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 the title track was really weird. The one with the yeah. anal probing. Anal, anal probing. I mean, this is definitely at the very close to the top of my list of albums of the year, and I just discovered them through it, and I'm su I'm super happy that I did because it's they're they're my, they're they're phenomenal. And absolutely. Um. So they are actually also on my list. You said you had four left. I have six left actually, but I can uh, make a make a quadruple thingy here um like sure if i can handle that <laughs> spareheaded by thank you scientist ah, okay um i mean the amazing thing about terraformer is that it's fucking one and a half hours long and it feels like it's gone in half an hour i i it, yeah. it doesn't feel 
dragging uh, at any point. No. There's so much variety. There's so much going on. And I, and honestly, I, I I somehow love this. Maybe the last half uh, half uh, half an hour uh, best. Like oh. the last. There, there's. Um, um, it's it's not like that. It goes through the whole album. That's the pattern, like like a long seven or nine minute song, and then a shorter, not so crazy song. Um, but uh, towards the end, there's like um, a couple of longer songs and a couple of shorter songs, and like yeah. the the three last of the longer songs um, are maybe also a little bit more metal riffy. At some points, and uh, that's where I, yeah. where I really think, yes, yeah, this is fucking amazing, and um, even more so uh, as the quite uh, brassy beginning with with that track we talked yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, thank you, scientists. Definitely uh, um, a no-brainer to put on this list. Yeah. Um, but I found actually three other uh, quite eclectic modern prog metal albums that um, definitely should be up there with uh, Thank You Scientists. Oh, okay. um, one is also pretty long, I think one hour 10 or one hour 12 minutes, maybe. It's uh, from a band called Edge of Reality, and the album's called Instatic, and it's also quite insane sometimes but still listenable <laughs> um uh hey speaking uh, just before you, f you continue you just said that's pretty long hour and 10 minutes i feel like there's a little bit of a trend apart from maybe the terraforma from thank you scientists but we've gotten a lot of um slower or shorter yeah prog albums yeah hakens vector yeah Dream Theater is also quite short. Okay. I mean, if you don't factor yeah. the bonus track, yeah. I think and, it's uh, also like an hour long. Okay. And uh, Tesseract as well. Tesseract. Sonder was, was also quite short. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll see where that goes. And I only say that from a band like Dream Theater, who's used to making like, I mean, I remember back in the 90s, they would like, okay, we can fit 75 minutes of music on this record because yeah. that's how long the CD is. Yeah. And then, um, of course, The Astonishing was like three CDs <laughs> nearly <laughs> of music. <laughs> Astonishingly. Um, so that th th they came back with something that wasn't 75 minutes, but like a, a cool hour. That's uh, also interesting. So anyway. Um yeah, like thank you, scientist Terraform and Edge of Reality are both really long, but really, really good. A um, little bit similar to Edge of Reality in sound, maybe more, more streamlined, less chaotic. Uh, would be artificial language um, uh, with their new album Now We Sleep. Thanks again to Alexandra for the tip. Um, had five actually. I I, did, I didn't realize that was sitting there, but uh, this is on my list too. Artificial right. English. I really, I really, really yeah. love it. Um, and but something. Ah, now now I have to thank Alexandra again. That French guy is just amazing. Um, 
I don't know where he found this guy. There, uh, he put out an album, Clément Billiot, with the album Patience or Patience in French. And I, I actually uh, snipped from his Facebook uh, page something. There was there was this trend at at one point, uh, uh, not too long ago, like where you said I'm twenty percent this, ten percent this, ten percent like, you know? Of, did you of, see it? Of musical styles or of. Yeah, I mean, in his case, musical styles. I don't, I don't know if it was also in other contexts, but what he, what Clément Billiot wrote about his own musical style was 20% Tigran Hamasian, 10% Snarky Puppy, 10% Dennis String Quartet, 10% J-Views, I don't know them, 10% David Maximicic, 10% Jacob Collier, 10% Devin Townsend, 10% Ari Hönig, I don't know them, and 10% Bonobo, I don't know them either. <laughs> But it's really crazy, unique stuff, and he's got and a new arrangement, um, a prog arrangement of a classic, uh, classical piece uh, from okay. a saison called La Danse Macabre. Oh yeah, the and dance of the macabre. <laughs> yeah. And... Um, Well, I especially like the um, there's there's some weird stuff going on with this Jacob Collier like um, yeah, I didn't know um, most of the references to um, be honest with you. Uh, vocal harmonies, uh, vocal harmonization, but um, especially in the two part um, centerpiece of the album, uh, it's called Part One Oasis and Part Two Gray Zone. Um, it gets really um, piano heavy and like like this Tigran Hamasian style mm -hmm. um, piano polyrhythmic stuff. Um, so um, yeah, I look forward to hearing it in your playlist because I don't have any yeah. reference to um, what um, this um, um, like. Amazing stuff from, and, and totally unexpected from Clément Billiot uh, from France. And actually regarding playlists, I thought, why don't we make two, one, for, one with my picks and one with your picks? Because otherwise I think it's going to be four or five hours long. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm gonna check, and I, I think I'm gonna I'm just gonna make two. You you'll have to send me your yeah I can, songs I can actually. Send you them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, sure. th that was the the crazy modern prog quadruple. Just because you mentioned that artificial yeah. language, so yes. um, this was also another discovery for me this year. Like hearing them, and I really dig that album. I think it was. I remember when it came out, we had already heard at least one. Single, I think the uh, two, sec two, uh, yeah. The second, the sec second single, "There's No Bottom to This," is, is my favorite song of, ah, of okay. the album. Yeah, and I and I also really like the uh, it's like cl classy prog metal with some neoclassical stuff. Yeah, um, that th that's what uh, what what uh, what uh, intrigued me the most that it's. That there's a lot of um, classical scales going yeah. on, but it never sounds anything symphonic or um, dated, Neo neoclassical. Dated. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it's it's still uh, it's still got a really modern edge to it. Yeah. Um, cool. Um, so I think uh, because you added that one artificial language, I only have two left here. How many do you have left? Yeah, I also have two plus the one solo artist I remembered earlier when okay. we were talking about Jason. So I saved these for last because I think these are going to be in the the albums that I most listened to this year. I don't know that means that they'll be my favorites from the year, All right. but uh, I've listened to them the most, and you're going to be okay. surprised by one okay. and the other one not. Okay. So the one you're probably not surprised by... Uh, you, you you said you you wanted to, to do those last? What? Okay. 
these are my last two. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So continue. <laughs> so the one you're probably not surprised by is, of course, the new Evergrey, uh, the Atlantic. Yes. I mean, I knew when I when it came out that it was probably going to be in my top ten or in like top five, you know, because it's. I'm really excited about the return of them to yeah to to the artistic frame of mind that they're in now. Yeah. Since the storm within, or. Even further back with uh, hymns for the broken, hymns for the broken, kind of the the, the comeback, new, the comeback, yeah, comeback to old strength. And the Atlantic is just it's it's like the it's not the heaviest album of the year, but it sounds the heaviest. Mm-hmm. It's so mm-hmm. it's so heavy sounding, and and the bass guitar and I mean it's just like. I, I love it. It's everything I like about Evergrey and um, yeah, bass guitar from Johann Niemann. Johann my, Niemann. My, my my brother from another mother. We we actually look like twins almost. Yeah, and he had another great band which we both like, Mind's Eye. Yes, which uh, I mean, this is like, yeah, this is such this, a classic great prog band that's yeah. too bad they don't. Yeah, still that, that play together. Under the radar with Daniel Flores, I think. Yeah, was. yeah, was the the drummer and main guy. Yeah. Um, right, yeah. yeah, yeah, like an underground gem, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah. But, but they were like, I mean, I listened to their albums a lot, like, and you know, during the Nottons, during the two yeah. t- thousands. Yeah. Um, so I uh, really miss I th- them. I think we 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 spoke uh, uh, like in one of the very early episodes, maybe when on in the Evergrey episode. I think I already mentioned it that. Uh, Sahara in an Hourglass yeah. was kind of huge hit on Progolus Radio yeah. back then. I mean, this is a great album. Oh, I mean, yeah. Um, okay, and then the other one, which you're maybe going to be surprised by, is the Port Noir record. Wow! Uh, there you go. The new we, routine. We, we were we were both like <laughs> when, we were, when we were checking out the singles earlier this year, we were looking at each other and what's going on there? We don't know if we like it or not. I actually never made the jump. To check out the whole album. To be honest, it's probably one of the albums I've listened mo- the most to, if uh, except for Evergrey, like all the way through, because yeah. it's very digestible. It's like a, it's a very easy listen, and it just has. I mean, as much as in the beginning I was like skeptical of what it was, and I still think it's a weird choice to have on Inside Out. I mean, just because the label stands for a certain thing, and this is not that thing. Yeah, in my opinion. Um, but nevertheless, it just rocks, man. I mean, it's just the it sounds great. The key, the synth sounds are awesome. It has really great vocal hooks. It's got great rhythm guitar hooks. The bass is phenomenal. The singer plays the bass, yeah, and uh, has super cool sounds. And it's just cool, you know. It's like yeah. a perfect album to like put on and like with the sunglasses, uh, yeah, and like get through, <laughs> get get through town, you know, in your commute or whatever, and and. Uh, I don't know. It just has something that makes me come back to it. And then makes you feel happy. Yeah, it somehow awesome. sparks joy, as sparks Marie joy. Kondo would say. Yeah. You know, um, um, so, so I'm yeah. happy that I stuck with it because awesome. I was super skeptical at first. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 going to hover at the top of my list. I I think for the year. Wow. Yeah, they they're going to be on tour, opening up for the Ocean and Leprous, right? Great, fucking sick lineup again. Yeah, great. Um, yeah, uh, okay. that, that was my fifteen. Yeah, um, 
I don't know if I have to say or uh, if, if I want to say a lot about Evergrey. Not it's on your list? Not on my list because um, maybe the, the explanation is quite simple, I guess, because I was so much in this modern prog sound wrapped up like this last uh, quadruple thingy I had with, with this these modern prog sounds. Yeah. My, my mind was wrapped up in there or the jazz of umpfel and actually my my last pairing is actually instrumental jazzy prog and the one one is another uh is is uh one is not uh, another french record but is, is another recommendation from uh, Alexandre, um, and that is Star Systems. Um, it's an um, English guitarist, and he put out a number of EPs, and this was um, a full-length album called Lift. Really cool, really jazzy instrumental mm. prog. Um, but the last one, I've been jamming it so hard these last two weeks or so, or three weeks, I don't know. Last month, the Resonance Project from LA. Oh yeah! Wow, the the long track on it, the anthem is like so huge, and the the, the overture alone is like uh, I don't know John Williams or Stravinsky. Uh, <laughs> huge epic orchestrations from the drummer, and um, so there is absolutely my favorite drum performance. And my favorite bass performance, um, the fretless bass is so beautiful and I just can't get enough of this music. It's not, um, it, as it's the instrumental and it has these symphonic classical elements and um, composing structures that it's, feels more like like a classical piece of work and not like a rock yeah. album as most of our list is made up of rock bands writing songs uh with a chorus and all that but that feels more like a fucking symphony yeah <laughs> even though it's not that long as an album not uh, certainly not as long as thank you scientists or edge of reality um so but yeah the resonance project Definitely blew blew my mind and um, stole my heart. <laughs> I think this is another one that we talked about on the show and listened to something, and I didn't I didn't follow up afterwards. So yes. I, I definitely need to dive yes. into that. And, and um, I remembered liking they, it, but I think they, I needed. They have a, they have a, a, a quite some um, guest artists as mm -hmm. well, and um, uh, one of them was was Felix Martin. Yes, with ah, his yes. with his tippy tappy tippy tappy, tippy -tappy intro uh, for the second single Neo Thanka. and um, yeah, thank you, scientist. Uh, no, yeah, uh, the resonance project. I, I was in the wrong column here. <laughs> the, you just wanted to thank somebody. Thank you, thank thank, <laughs> thank you, thank you. The resonance the project. resonance project. <laughs> um, for being my surprise of the year so far, I guess. Oh, cool. And now we have the bell tolls. For six o'clock. Six o'clock. Yeah, five till. I mean, we're coming close to the end. I think we wanted yeah. to talk about the expectations yeah. and maybe honorable mentions. Um, I should just 
peek out the door, I'll I'll stop this. Yeah. Uh, just I'll peek out ju- the door. Just just the one the one solo artist I wrote down earlier when we were talking about uh, um, J- Jordan. Jordan, yes, um, it was uh, Jason Becker. Uh, the guitar player. Yes. Yes. He put out a new album, and um, as you might know, he's uh, completely. Um, uh, he has ALS. Uh, he's he cannot move. He can only move his eyes. So he composed this album on the computer with his eyes. Like, wow! It's uh, is is just amazing. And he used some old recordings when he still could play from tapes and stuff. My and um, Jason Becker's album Triumphant Hearts um, it actually came out at the very end of 2018 yeah so we, we just checked we back just checked that but, and, um, uh, so like we're like the like I think the 18th or something so it's really yeah. like the last weeks yeah. of 2018 but um, I, I, I still want to give it a mention here because of his extraordinary story of course and um, there's this one song, is the second song on the album called Hold On To Love. It's a really simple song from the songwriting, um, but he's got a guest vocalist on there. He's called Kodani Holiday, and I've looked him up and I've not really seen that he's kind of big or something, but what he does on that song with his ad-lib vocals uh is just mind-blowingly stunning and every time i listen to it um i'm I'm just literally stopping what i'm doing (laughs) and just standing in the middle of the room with my jaw dropped to the fucking floor um i cannot say it otherwise this is was definitely the most mind-blowing vocal performance i've heard in a long time Hmm. um Hey, well, speaking of vocal performances, did you have any? I mean, we're not going to play like oh, I think the favorite was there. Was there any um, vocal performances this year that you felt really stood out? I think I can say one right off the bat. Um, definitely, um, Tom Anglin from Evergrey. I, th- I think his he's always great. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, this album I yeah, mean, it just as, shines. As as I said, I they 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 kind of um, there was a little bit of buzz building up bef- before the album was released. But then I, uh, my mind was already so full of these new all all those new yeah. sounds that I didn't get a uh, get a connection with it. Um, uh, Gearman from Rendezvous Point. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, <laughs> Daniel Tompkinson, obviously, <laughs> as um, it should be. Yeah, and and we cannot leave Devin. Uh, yeah, of course, uh, yeah, unmentioned in the vocal category because I think he's a category of his own. Yeah, um, n- nobody rivals him in his, especially in his operatic uh stylings yeah um but he got the fiercest growls as well yeah <laughs> um so but uh special shout out to the singer of edge of reality i don't know his name i haven't looked up the lineup 
and memorized the name, but the singer of Edge of, Edge of Reality seemed to be uh, top-notch as well and doing, mm. doing amazing stuff. And Joel from Soen, yeah, yeah. He's he's very close to my heart and he gets into my heart with his singing. Yeah. And as as on this as, album particularly. Yeah, as we said earlier, um with the with those kind of ballads, uh like um Lotus and River, but also like this powerful track. Ah, one of one of uh one of uh another really great uh, video uh for Martyrs, you remember that powerful message mm. with the with the um yeah, empowering the individuality and yeah, um, yeah. His his voice gets under my skin. Yeah, this I think this my is heart. my f- maybe my favorite track on the album actually. Martyrs. Yeah, every yeah. time it comes on, it's just like yeah. that chorus is so great. You know? Yeah, it's so empowering, if you will. Yeah, the sound of it. Yeah. Okay, what are you looking forward to? I think we're on to that now, right? What's what's coming? I, I don't have that many here because honestly, I I'm g- kind of like I see what's coming next week, and then I <laughs> otherwise I'm not so well, tuned in. To be honest, the list is almost as long as the list we talked about now. <laughs> not really, um, but uh, it's going to be quicker because we don't have anything to talk about yet. <laughs> right. Just that we're excited about it. Um, I mean, there's four albums that. J- uh, just had their uh, had singles released, and three of them was also the first singles. Um, so I'm gonna just start off with Richard Henschel's solo yeah. album, uh, "The Cocoon," out on July 26th. Yep. Um, he just released his first single, "Twisted Shadows," uh, eight minute song. I think today. Uh, it was late yesterday. I okay, think. late yesterday. Yeah. but. Um, so we are also, of course, looking forward to. Yeah, that's awesome. Richard I listened to that actually just before you arrived yeah. at the studio because I just saw it. I saw Jordan shared it because Jordan has a little solo uh, on the track. So yeah, right. And it's it's pretty exciting this, uh, sounding. Yeah, uh, Connor from Haken on bass and uh, Matt Lynch from uh, uh, Tree Escapes and Cynic and um, I think he also plays in Nova Collective with. Uh, okay, uh, with, with Richard, Richard. together. Um, so um, the other solo album I wrote down earlier uh, when we were recording, uh, we talked about it on the last episode, uh, Brian Beller, this mm. this instrumental track with, with Ray uh, from Haken on drums and Gene Hoagland on drums and yeah. a whole host oh, of right, other crazy, those, yeah, right. crazy um, guest musicians. Um, that is... It's not um, wanky instrumentally like Aristocrats. Uh, Aristocrats, uh, they also have a new album out, by the way. Yeah. And uh, for me to listen to them at home is um, it, it's too too doodly noodly for me actually. Yeah. Uh, they're so much fun uh, to watch them play live. Um, but the music itself got too much. I, I don't know banjo and 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 <laughs> it just sounds I don't relate to. And and yeah. Um, but Brian Bella's solo stuff had had a totally different sound quality to it, and 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 totally different approach. Ah, um, uh, okay. Um, I can tell you what my most anticipated album is. Opeth. Yes. I mean, that's all, probably on the list of your long list here, but 
I don't, I don't, I'm not thinking so far in the future at the moment. It, and it is. The Opeth one is l- l- the one that's... Let, 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 me, let me get to that in a second. Um, I just want to um, give a shout out to two German bands. Um, Disillusion from Leipzig, um, coming back with their first new full-length album in a long time called The Liberation on September 9th. And they just released the first video of the single, The Great Unknown. Um, they signed to Prophecy Productions, also a German label. And um, for those of you who don't know about Disillusion, they started as a uh, with their debut album. They made a huge splash in the uh, progressive death metal scene, um, back to times of splendor. And the second album, Gloria, was totally industrial stuff. So um, avant-garde industrial stuff was totally different. And the new song I, I've listened to it one time is also it's like seven eight minutes, and um, the middle part is actually quite mellow and reminded me a lot of um, their more or less sister band, Dark Suns. Okay. They used mm-hmm. like ten fifteen years ago. They used to play a lot together, and they had like. a the big disillusion lineup live was featured a lot of the Dark Suns guys um, to make it sound bigger, and because they had also a lot of orchestrations in their um, um, in, in in their early death metal, and mm-hmm. um, so really a unique and interesting band. The other band is uh, very new, and we watched their first video together. It was Soul Splitter, the Moloch. Oh, yeah. Remember the crazy animated video, yeah, um, with a, with a worm and stuff. Yes, and yeah, actually, this was cool. Yeah, it's like, but it's like a long, quite a long track, right? Yeah, it yeah. was also a ten minute track or something. Yeah, this was actually, cool. I think today they released the second single, oh. "The Maze," and their 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 debut album, "Salute to Genesis," is going to be out on September twenty eighth, yeah, and okay. they got. Uh, I think no. September twenty. I wrote down September twenty sixth because I didn't find a re- release date. But the, on that night, it's a Thursday night. They're gonna play the Euroblast Ignite Night uh, in Cologne, uh, okay. kicking uh, like the pre-party of uh, Euroblast, and they they wrote that it's gonna be like a release gig. So, um, but we really we really dig the first single. Yeah, the Moloch, a lot, um, yeah was uh, amazing uh, stuff and sounded absolutely promising. And the fourth um, band that already have a single out that we didn't discuss on the uh, show is Opeth. And uh, it was uh, the first single, Hard in Hand, was released last week, I think. And I listened to it a couple of times and I kind of fell back in love with Opeth, I have to admit. <laughs> yeah, it sounds um, great. Sorcerers was not really my kind of ah, stuff. Okay. I was I didn't really get into it. Um sounded somehow a little bit weird, but yeah, that was great. Yeah. And uh, I'm really looking forward to in I'm looking forward to in Kaudavin in coming September twenty seventh through nuclear blast even more now. Yeah. <laughs> Swedish version or the uh, English version? I've listened to both, Um, and I don't. I don't know. Uh, It didn't feel that much 
different because it's just like this. I I, I um, absorbed his vocals as part of the yeah, as part well, of the tapestry uh, uh, of the part of the, the sound, and 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 I was not closely listening to the English lyrics. Yeah. Um. So so it didn't make that much of a difference for yeah. me, but it's certainly a cool idea and a cool um, gonna be great to discover the album in both ways, uh, yeah. both uh, versions in English and in Swedish right um, those are the four uh, um, brand new videos or brand new singles of upcoming albums um, I have a longer list with um, other stuff we either don't have new stuff yet but discussed early singles earlier um this year or we don't uh, we haven't heard anything yet so i'm just gonna run you through this stuff yeah. um um starting off with a french double <laughs> um one of my favorite bands from like they put out my absolutely favorite record from 2016 hypnose um shows off the abstract line um made me fall in love with core like whatever core i, I <laughs> like to call this genre like with these creamy vocals and stuff i couldn't stand it before but this record is just phenomenal um so they're supposed to have a new album out this year i guess the other french band we already watched the the new first single um at the uh, in the last show uh clone yeah, Le, yeah. Le grand voyage mm -hmm. They already had a mention there. Then um, we have like, that's the big triple, I would say. Um, Leprous, Agent Fresco, and Tesseract even. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Agent oh. Fresco album has a long uh, uh, time coming. Yeah. Um, Leprous, we're in the studio and wrapping up studio uh, stuff now, I guess. And... Um, will have the album ready by the tour in fall, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's not a release date or nor title set. But Tesseract is actually quite surprising that they're they're gonna be back uh yeah, the year after Sonder already. Sonder World was last year. Um but I also think it was beginning of last year. So um just a couple of days ago there was an uh, interview I think with Daniel um where he said they have like six hours worth of music to choose from and they're, um, they're going to make a longer record again, yes. Uh, Daniel said it in one of his comments, actually. <laughs> um, uh, and they aim for for late uh, 2019 release. Wow. Um, well, the next double is the archetype, archetype double. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> So, yeah, we talked about both bands on this show. Archetype, also, of course, and the band from Lucas De La Rosa and of our um, Norwegian friends from Archetype. Mm -hmm. We also had a few single releases already with top-notch stuff. Archetype 2.0, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we have an Australian double, Chaos Divine. We also, all, all, yeah. also had two singles already. And we had the guys on the show. Um, right, for uh, an interview. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the uh, Ryan and uh, Michael, mm -hmm. right? And, well, the other band is Voyager, also from Perth. And yeah. they 
just uh, jumped on the billing of um, Proc Power Europe because oh, wow. their buddies from 12 Foot Ninja canceled their tour. So, lucky Voyager. Okay. They got the spot. Wow. And um, then we have a few unexpected um, German, more German bands. I'm, I'm, I was totally surprised that I have five German bands for lined up for, for the second half of 2019. We had Disillusion and Soul Splitter. Um, then one of the biggest melodic prog metal bands from Germany, maybe the most successful German melodic prog metal band, Vandenplas. Oh, they're putting out a new record. Yes, and it's going to be, again, a two-part concept album. Oh, wow. Um, the first part, it, it, the, the new concept's called The Ghost Experiment. Is Andy Kuhn still the singer? Yes. Oh, so, so there were yeah, it's still the same, same band, like, like same lineup for the last 20, 30 years, probably. Yeah, and uh, yeah, part one is called Awakening. Uh, out on October 11th through Frontiers. Frontiers, uh, yeah. yeah. The um, Italian label, I think. Yeah. They're, um, Vandenplas are actually um, playing, like, they're um, playing together in uh, musicals and, uh, like, on, in, in Kaiserslautern. And, oh, okay. Um, yeah, like, they're the the house band of the of the musical theater in Kaiserslautern, I think. So. Funny. So, um, so they're just together, yeah, making music together cool. always. And um, then we have a like probably the oldest German prog metal band, Mekong Delta from the 80s. Okay, um, they're gonna put out a new album called Tales of Future Past. Um, really cool. The um, Band leader Ralph Huber still sends the old school uh, email newsletter. Just uh, no fancy Mailchimp or whatever. Just <laughs> he just writes uh, words in German and English in the mail, and then he puts it. He he sends it to his uh, um, to the newsletter uh, <laughs> um, to those who subscribe to it. Um, and then my good friends of. Thoughts Factory will be back finally with their second album later this year. Um, so I'm, of course, excited about this. Um, wrapping this thing up for 2019, we have a British new prog band IQ coming back with Resistance yeah, in September. Um, amazing cover artwork. They are, for me, a bit of a kind of a hit and miss. There's some tracks I really, really love. For example, the title track of their um, album Frequency is, in my opinion, one of the greatest songs ever composed. Um, but I somehow have the, have the feeling that uh, they can't hold that quality throughout the whole, a whole album, mm. let yeah, alone a double seen. album. Um, it's gonna be a double album again, um, but I'm gonna check it out because if they're in top form, they they're able to write the best prog rock, new prog rock. Yeah. Um, um, so we'll see what the resistance is all about in September from IQ. One more from 2019 before you 
wrap yourself up there. We we talked about them on the last show, the Contortionists. Oh yes, bringing out an EP only right. uh, in September, and yeah, that that's that song uh, on video we watched got me really intrigued. Yeah, so I'm yeah. looking forward to that. That's on my list of. I had Richard Henshaw, Opeth, and the Contortionists on my list. Of <laughs> looking forward, but I actually have one last expectations for next year already. 2020. Yes, well, it's actually two, but those bands are. For me, kind of like Haken and Leprous tied together as a pair, uh, even though their sound is quite different. But um, both bands released four albums between 1990 and 1997. One's from Norway, the other one is from San Diego, California. Uh huh. Uh, or is it San Diego in California or in Nevada? Yes, you know, San Diego, California. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, well, um, and they both were disbanded for a long time. Um, so I'm talking about Psychotic Fucking Waltz wow, and yeah. Conception. Wow, yeah, try, right. And those two bands are actually two bands we should uh, definitely do a discography special. Once. I think you'll be more of the expert than I. <laughs> but uh... um, yeah, the, the, the funny thing is that their four albums are just like top-notch and like every album is as amazing as the other um and and they they have this this funny parallel thing going on as i said four albums for and uh over this course of like seven years and then they disbanded and yeah. then they regrouped i mean psychotic wall has been working on the comeback album for like 10 years now <laughs> <laughs> Um, but Conception only got back together like last year and put out a really cool EP, new EP, right? yeah, yep. the Reconception EP. Um, but they announced it, yeah, they announced the tour, uh, like a full headliner tour in German, uh, in, in in Europe. Sorry, um, sadly nowhere near here. Mm. Um, but we'll have to see. Um, they, yeah, they said it's gonna be an album out with that tour. Well, cool. And uh, yeah, Psychotic Walls are gonna headline Proc Power Europe and Proc Power USA this year, actually. And um, I, I hope they're finally on the home stretch with yeah. their comeback album. Great, Dario. That was a um, that was a long bonus episode for you guys. <laughs> um, all the things that we're listening to this year, all the things that are coming up. Um, as we said in the last episode, we will have to take a short hiatus from the show, probably, because I'm going to Norway again to do some filming with Matter Mortem, and um, Dario and I have to discuss our summer schedule. Uh, yeah, right. Holidays are coming, a lot of people are tuning out at this point, so maybe it's it would be a, an ideal time to take a longer hiatus for the show. Um, yeah, we'll, over the summer, but we'll discuss that and we'll make announcements. We'll get back to you soon. Yeah. So until then, thanks for listening. That was what we were listening to. You can always leave us a note uh, on either the Prox Space Facebook page or on the Freaks page and let us know what albums that you're checking out from this year, yeah. the ones that you like the most. And yeah, until T then. Tell us if you we, we missed something. <laughs> and you hear the bells. Yeah. That means it's, it's 
That means it's beer time. <laughs> Feierabend, as they say in Germany. <laughs> For whom the bell tolls. For the broadcast. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. See you next time. Freaks out. The Freaks Progcast, presented by the Prague Space, is a production of Stuus Media and is recorded at the Moonbase Studios in Munich. The show is produced by Janine Stangel, Blake Lewis, Kai Metzner, Dario Albrecht, and myself, Randy M. Salo. Our theme music is provided by This Is Not An Elephant. Thanks for tuning in, Freaks. See you next time. Freaks out. Freaks out.